Here's the situation. Gentlemen, you are approached by an older fellow who says he is retiring, but if you'd be interested in replacing him, you'd have the chance to help shape how we use language. He says he works for a group called the Verbal Expansion Consortium. And maybe we'll find out a little bit more about that later. All right. Uh, I'm Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And uh, this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical situations. And uh, this week, we are thrilled to have uh, a guest uh, again this week, as we as we promised last week. And then we had to work very hard uh, to get him because we were lying uh, <laughs> previously when we made the promise. And then... Uh, uh, Agents were involved. Uh, there was a lot of. He negotiated very hard because he learned. He had us over a barrel, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have uh, Adel Rafai, uh, our good friend, on today. So thanks very much for being here, Adel. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the per diem. Thank you for the stipend. <laughs> and I, I just want to say this is a thrill for me because you are this. Here's the situation: is one of only two podcasts that I never allow myself to fall behind on. It's you guys in pop uh, pop culture happy hour. So uh, very excited to be on one of my favorite shows. Yeah, wow, thanks, well, man. Thank you very much. Uh, for those that don't know, um, Adel is on uh, multiple podcasts that are much much more popular than ours, and uh, we do probably have a few listeners that don't listen to your podcast because they're like our uncles and stuff. So I would like them to uh, to give uh, to give Adel stuff a try. <laughs> so before I forget, uh, he's he's famed for uh, playing Chunt on. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern, and uh, then he and uh, two other uh, fantastic folks do uh, Hey Riddle Riddle, which is uh, a podcast uh, that I listen to religiously, and that I'm really uh, frustrated that in my current life I don't get to uh, uh, do air travel as much, because that's always when I get to catch up and enjoy both your regular podcast and your um, your Patreon edition. A so, full, great, great to have that on. A full 80% of people I hear from on um, on uh, email who aren't either related or from our hometown came to us by way of one of those two one of those two podcasts. So you guys oh, that's awesome. have that's single-handedly awesome. supplied us with an audience. So thank you Very for that. Cool. Yeah. Can I take a right. quick can I take a quick stab and say uh, Rush I'm going to guess that you have an uncle Jeff Howell and TJ I'm going to guess you have an aunt named Blythe Jagodowski. Wow, that is, that is <laughs> that is uncanny how wrong that is. Spooky. I do not have an uncle named Jeff. And I have no aunts. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Had to try. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't look yourself in the, in the mirror. You're not giving it a go. Now, this week's uh, theme, we always have a theme. This week's theme is binging down the house. So yep. Not bringing down the house, but binging. Uh, down the house, and so um, uh, I'm going to start us uh, start us off uh, with one TJ. If you're if you guys are ready to go, I'm ready. I'm sure Adel's ready. Right. Okay, so here's the situation: uh, an eccentric billionaire uh, captures you and uh, and and says, for his amusement, he's going to make you binge the entirety of one of the uh, the longest running shows. In, in television history from any number of different genres. But he says, look, I, I have kind of a bad rap. TJ always says I'm a bad guy, but I'm not a terrible guy. Yes, so I'm going to let you rank yeah, from top to bottom which of these shows you would like to to binge from. From You have to watch every episode of it. Uh, you're allowed to like sleep and eat and drink, but otherwise you got to just binge this show. And I'm not going to tell you how many episodes have been of each one. 
Just, it's a little two-parter. One, as you think about it, one, you like the show, yeah. and two, how many shows have there been? This asshole is going to bring up like right, a soap, sure. a freaking soap opera and like 60 minutes or some shit like that that's going to take <laughs> us like 40 years if we watch them nonstop. This, this guy's going to be, it's going to be like one life to fucking live, and it's going to be that there were 17,000 oh. episodes of these damn things. No. Like, Also, no. Rush, you just made me realize that the author of Charlotte's Web, E.B. White, uh, now I know what the EB stands for. Eccentric billionaire white. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's a, uh, yeah, a, don't don't give TJ any more clues. I'm trying to hold the, uh, the identity of the eccentric billionaire from him. Uh, no, TJ, uh, it did not include okay. um, uh, that show that you just said. That, uh, right. No, instead, here here's the one. <laughs> That that are jammed out yeah. and forth. Uh, days of our lives. <laughs> you son of a bitch. An hour you long, know, the, an hour long drama that's been on since like 1957 or something. Oh. Uh, Law and Order. Okay. Uh, but not SVU. Just just the regular ah, Law and Order. Getting away cheap. Um, American Idol. Uh, the Tonight Show. Jeopardy. Monday Night Football, The Simpsons, Saturday Night Live, WWE SmackDown, and did I already say American Idol? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that should be a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't think I said Big Brother. You did not. Okay, so do you have 10 written down? Now we do. Yep. With Big Brother, it should be 10. Okay, so again, uh, I'll ask you each to rank them from from uh, your least desirable to your most desirable, and we'll figure out which one you're going to end up having to binge. I'm not going to tell you how many episodes there have been of each. I do have it uh, researched, so you, uh, you will learn um, how many of each you have to watch. Obviously, there's some that you might be willing to suffer more episodes than others, but uh, I don't know. So um, let me know when you guys are ready, and then we'll start working our way backward from ten to one. I think I'm ready. Also, isn't um, it's not on the list? But I I was recently trying to get into Doctor Who because so many people talk about it. Hasn't that been running since the fifties or something? Oh yeah, a lot of Doctor Who. That's episodes. wild. All right, I am um, in. I'm in. Okay. Uh, so let's start with Adel. What do you have at number 10, the absolute last one that you would be willing to do? Uh, to me, I, I've watched it before, and I've watched similar shows like The Voice. But to me, American Idol, to binge that would just be an absolute brain meltdown. To, to watch people singing and hear them be critiqued uh, would just be an absolute nightmare. So American Idol is my, my absolute bottom, bottom of the bucket. Wow. Okay, 574 episodes of American Idol. So you'd only have to eat about 574 hours of watching those people sing. A truly miserable experience, but uh, not not uh, not as many episodes as some of the others. Uh, TJ, what did you have at the bottom? SmackDown. SmackDown, man. SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown, okay. Yeah. So WWE SmackDown. Yeah. 1,074 episodes. No. And those episodes can often stretch to three hours. Three hours so, long, you know, yeah. Right. And it's, and it's like, Everyone knows the same eight moves, and then one guy has one different move. So it's just like, oh, this is a potato with salt. This is a potato with a little bit of pepper. This is a potato <laughs> with a little bit of paprika. Yeah, oh, SmackDown, that would be the the, the worst. And also, like, 
WWE is kind of particularly well suited to having a break in between seeing it. You know, I mean, it's like an event TV type thing because mm-hmm. yeah. it is going to be very similar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's number ten. Oh. Uh, and there have been one thousand seventy-four episodes. Is what they can say. Of that, uh, TJ, what do you have at number nine? And did, that's did, including Star Rush. That's including WWF when when they were going by WWF. No, no, man. This is Let just with with all of these things. It's just by that name. Oh, so like, if I had included Conan, it would only be that. Dude, if it was if it was WWF, that's number that's number two. If it's WWF, <laughs> they they lost all the soul when they when they went to to the E. Um, yeah. Uh, my number nine is D O O L, Days of Our Lives, man. That would be also torturous. That's been on for a million years. That would have been last for me. Yeah. Days of Our Lives, 13,927 <laughs> episodes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're watching. You're, I mean, look, there's a lot of interesting plots, I would think, and you can, you can kind of go on autopilot through there. But 13,927, I mean, that is probably four years of just locked yeah. away doing nothing but watching. <laughs> and those are hour long. long. Those are hour long episodes. There's, there's, there's a few on here. There's a few options on here that are half hour long. So they, yeah, those are, those are one hour long episodes. Yeah. So 13,927 hours divided by, I mean, yeah, I guess it'd be like 45 minutes each, right? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you're looking at uh, about 10,445 hours. <laughs> And I mean, how many hours do you got here? Let's check real quick. Uh, yeah, you got 8,760 hours in a year. So probably would take you about three years of nothing but watching that television mm. show to get through. Yeah. <laughs> and right, right, you got that math by mm. singing Rent, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I just. <laughs> All right. Um, 520 uh, times. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Uh, Adam, what do you got at number nine? I'm I'm ruined having now heard this Days of Our Lives numbers, but I'm going to stay with my original locked-in numbers. And for number nine, <laughs> maybe surprising for some, for number nine I put Jeopardy because – I don't know if you said, Rush, am I watching this with other people? Do I have anyone on the couch with me for this binge? I guess you're allowed to bring other people yeah. in, but, I mean, phew, that's going to be uh, a tough sell. Hey, come watch eight eight. <laughs> Because I do, I very much enjoy Jeopardy. I've watched it since I'm a, uh, I was a kid. I enjoy factoids and tidbits, but the worst thing about Jeopardy that I, I absolutely hate is anytime I watch it with anyone, they always say the answer like three times if they know it, where they're like, Easter Island, Easter Island. And then the guy guesses and they're like, it was Easter Island, see? <laughs> and so that sort of like know it allism I despise. So I don't want to watch, and I guess facts never, or trivia questions, it's not really interesting to see what was a trivia question in like 84 or something. Um, so I have, yeah. I have no interest in watching a ton of Jeopardy. That's, that's all uh, bite-sized portions for me, please. So I'll say two things on that. One, you would become really good at Jeopardy. So there, mm. it, of all of the shows, it would have the most practical benefit, I think, for the future. Uh, and by the way, RIP Alex Trebek, who just, who just passed out. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Alex Trebek. But um, then the other thing is uh, the eccentric billionaire would require you to watch it with uh, Dustin Hoffman's character in Rain Man. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> definitely, definitely Easter Island. Yeah. And this guy insists he's not a bad guy. The, the eccentric billionaire insists he's not a bad guy, but he'll yeah, he'll no. he'll he'll add that requirement. Just and, yeah. 
and famously from 88 to 89, all the Final Jeopardy questions were how many toothpicks did I just drop? Right. So <laughs> yeah. that's going to be a real treat. <laughs> you have to watch it with like a Siri that constantly looks up every time a, a, a like a, a, a proper oh, noun is no. mentioned. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So there's been 8,000 uh, episodes of Jeopardy. So um, <clears throat> so that was your number nine, Adam. Yeah. I'm, and I'm totally convinced that people just watch Jeopardy to show off what they know. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, what do you have at number eight? Um, for number eight, and this is purely just because I've seen them all so many times, I have The Simpsons. Great, great show. Um, I, I guess, to be honest, I haven't seen the last 20 years or so. I just <laughs> <laughs> Seasons one through 12, I guess, or when it was good. But um, I've seen Simpsons so, so much that I don't need to. There's no need for me to binge them again. The one benefit of The Simpsons is only 684 episodes and oh, only wow. 30 minutes each. Yeah. I mean, only is ridiculous. That's an mm-hmm. absurd number of uh, episodes. But So you're only stuck for 300 hours, and you can knock that out in, uh, in, in a month or two um, if you put The Simpsons uh, in there. But uh, you've got a number eight. TJ, what do you got at eight? Eight Tonight Show. I think Thank I would. You. I think I would really enjoy Steve Allen, Jack Parr, seeing some of those older ones, and you know, and like some celebs. You know, they're like, "Oh my god, look how young Shirley MacLaine is." There's so much Leno in there, man, uh, and I really can't take. I, I have a hard time swallowing any Leno, and that's going to be a lot of freaking Leno. A lot. How are you going to do it? Are you going to break it up and like watch some? Uh, watch, you know, you you watch like two non-Lenos, and you like force. I don't know. I might just Lenos go forward. And... I might just go forward to back. So that it just consistently gets more and more like unknown and interesting to me. Yeah, if not better, because I think Carson might be the height, but I know the least about like the Jack Parr years and the Steve Allen years. And I think like the people they have on will be more unknown to me. Um, so so I think I would do from forward to forward to back. I just found out, speaking of Jeopardy and Truly McLean, I just found out, I think a few weeks ago, I had no idea her and Warren Beatty were brother or sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's wild. And by the way, a completely brutal number, 12,400 episodes that's a lot. of the Tonight Show. Oh, no. That is rough going, and that's <laughs> that's an hour as well. Uh, so you're, yeah, you're going to see a lot of stuff you don't want to see. Uh, number seven, T, uh, TJ. For me, um, and this may sound odd, it's going to be Monday Night Football. Um, I mean, part of the appeal of sports is not knowing the outcome, and certainly I will have forgotten these outcomes, but these are not like live events. I think... I think the most enjoyment will be like, oh, crap, I forgot about Vi Sikahema, you know, or like, yeah, man, I, you know, who Mosey Tatupu, that's nice to see him again. But otherwise, it's like, who the shit cares? This thing's 30 years in the books, you know, that like, um, and it's long. We're looking at three, three plus hours, maybe. So, oh, yeah. um, uh, so there'll be some sporting appreciation to it, but more from like a sort of trivial aspect uh, of it. But there's going to be a lot of, inconsequential boring games that are you know 35 years old or you know 28 years old that i don't don't yeah. give a you're shit you have to suffer through that dennis miller era yeah. as well oh, right. that's gonna be a, right. a real low point a real low point. i might again uh, do this one episodes. i might again do this one from now backwards you know so that it gets kind of you know maybe more intriguing when it's the old like dandy don meredith booth and gifford calling some old you know like Seven early eighties Philadelphia refrigerator Eagles. Perry might be going fishing because he just uh, had a tackle, babe. I don't, is that uh, is that Dennis Miller? Or is that uh, is that Dean Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, oh god, that, that was a rough time. He would come in with those scripted jokes. Kornheiser was rough too. I like Kornheiser, but he would come in with like a theme, and he would just have to say it like twelve times, you know. And it, even if it was not apropos of what was actually developing in the game, you know. So, I would I would love if Dean Martin called called that. That would be, that would be so just ooh, drunk off his ass. Oh yeah, look at we're those. Actually, we're actually going to come back to something a little like that in a few. Look at those Houston uh, Oilers there. That uh, Earl Campbell's uh, <laughs> a tremendously large size. Oh, how about that? It should be that? like a Friars Roast panel just because <laughs> Monday Night Football. Don Rickles gets up, calls everyone a hockey puck. I <laughs> uh, love it. I, I also love how little overlap so far. So far in the seven, uh, seven totally different ones. Adam, what did you have at number seven? Here's where we finally sync up. Monday Night Football was my number seven Hi. because wow. I'm looking for. I mean, if I'm binging something, I want to know something about the history of the time, and they're not going to. They're not going to be talking about anything going on in the world on Monday Night Football. Plus, you don't even get to see the payoffs. You don't. Uh, Super Bowls are on Sundays, my man. So, all, all, watching all these games with no payoff. Come on. No, no thanks. All good. Uh, what do you got at number six? Number six, I have WWE SmackDown. I okay. used to watch. I used to watch WWF in like high school, um, during like the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin days, and was very entertained. Uh, I always liked Shawn Michaels and all and the all those guys, but um, but anymore, I just can't. It doesn't hold my interest. Yeah, I'm very similar. I, I, I loved it as a kid. We but we would, again, it would be the events, you know, like yeah. re- you get the pay per view WrestleMania or like the Survivor Series or uh, Royal Rumble or whatever. Um, but uh, it, it would be very, very repetitive uh, to just have to keep firing it back and forth. I think it's one of the ones that would be hurt the most by uh, having to binge it versus its normal uh, intake. Uh, TJ, what do you got at six? At six, Rush. Um, and I am partial to um, reality competition shows, but this these are the least interesting to me. That's where I have American Idol. Um, singing is, is my, my, I think, probably least interesting to me as far as reality competition shows go. Yeah, only 574 episodes. That's the only thing good I can say about it. Sometimes uh, they have two-hour episodes, right? Sometimes there'd be oh, yeah. double double eps or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of just if if you said you got to pick ten episodes of any one of this show or one season of any one of these shows, it might be last place for me. Yeah. But but because there were so many left, uh, what do you got at number five, TJ? Me, I have it's an hour and a half long, um, but it's broken up into s- sketches. I have SNL there. Um, I, you know, hit miss rate, you know, is, is not great. Sometimes SNL to me can be more frustrating than it is enjoyable, but I think there's gonna be some really cool musical guests, you know, back in the seventies and, and the eighties and stuff. And then certainly there was a period of time where like when you're young, young, you watch it every week when you're old enough to right. stay up. And then through like that college age, you kind of miss four years of it. Cause you're, you know, you're doing other stuff. So I think there would be like a gap in there of like, Oh, the Terry Sweeney years or whatever it is. Like, I don't think I remember these so much or the year Robert Downey Jr. was on or what have you. So, um, so that I have, yeah, right. So I have SNL at five. 868 episodes. I do kind of think that even in the, even when you have a run of three bad episodes, you probably get one or two scenes. Right. Terrible. The so 10, the, the 10 to one, the 10 to one, uh, sketch will kind of always be sort of interesting yeah. or, you know, yeah, and then, and then it'll it'll be like there'll be that um 
rush of nostalgia from time to time where a lot of two years game will happen where you'd be like, Oh my God, I never thought of that scene in forever. Yeah. But I remember liking it, you know, big red with the Viking and the spinning helmet right. or something like that. I haven't <laughs> thought of that in forever, but I enjoyed it as a kid. Uh, Adam, what do you got at five? Uh, number five, I have just because I think it would be sort of mentally and emotionally taxing to watch too much. Uh, Law and Order, I have at number five. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Law and Order, a show that a lot of people do uh, binge. Uh, that has the least episodes of any of these at 456 huh. uh, episodes. So you just think you'd get worn down by it. Also, is kind of repetitive. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a ton of Law & Order, but from what I've seen, it's fairly bleak, just in terms of, like, it just shows the worst side of human nature. Um, and I'm sure that it seems like they're all pretty formulaic, so I think eventually I would see the pattern in the Matrix, and it oh, would be yeah. pretty exhausting. Oh, there's no doubt you'd be like, you would know who it is, like, very quickly uh, by about the 100th episode. You're like, got it. All right, so now into the top four. We're not saying you would like to binge these, but they're, they're less <laughs> unpleasant sure. than the prior ones. What do you got it for? Uh, number four, I have SNL. So, yeah, that is that is one for the reasons you kind of just least listed. I think uh, it would be a Russian nostalgia. I think it would be funny, e- even like the Joe Piscopo years or something, it'd mm-hmm. be funny just to be like, oh, yeah, what was this guy's deal? And just remind myself of... <laughs> a lot of Sinatra. A lot <laughs> of Sinatra from Piscopo. <laughs> <laughs> just his comedic sensibilities. So, yeah, I think it would be fun to go back and watch uh, all the years I haven't seen. No one's ever ridden, like, not even, like, Spade on Sandler. And, I mean, nobody's ever ridden the harder coattail than Piscopo on, on Eddie Murphy. Like, he just, he worked his way into so many Eddie Murphy scenes. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, TJ, number four. Law & Order. One of the only shows that maybe maybe the only show that I don't mind watching a lot of reruns of. I find it it's comforting. It's a, The rhythm of it is comforting. So I do that. Wow. But so but so not in your top three, though. Interesting. No. Nope. Uh, so, okay. No. Nope. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? Three. Three is uh, Simpsons. There's a okay. it's a half hour. It's I think, you know, I think every every episode is going to have laugh out laugh out louds and i there's a ton of episodes i have never seen i um don't i don't watch never watched it on any regular basis um so i think there'd be a lot of a lot of new stuff to me on that so simpsons at three great uh i think i would have had that number two uh what do you got number three Adam? um well i think i messed up because I chose Days of Our Lives, not knowing how long it's going to run. Because <laughs> personally, I have, I have, I'm, I'm ruined. I have never in my life, I don't believe I've ever seen a single soap opera. So to oh, me, boy. you're going to love my, it. My, my mom never watched them. My sister never watched them. So to me, I'm so curious as like, uh-huh. what is the draw? What's the appeal? I, I know that they always make fun of like the wild storylines of like, there's a twin who's a doctor who murdered and then, like, uh-huh. you know, that it's, yeah. that it's just like the most outrageous, like almost comic book style storylines. So to me, I was curious of like, I, I, I wouldn't watch that to see what the appeal is. I think but eight or I'm, 9,000 episodes in, you're going to start to really, yeah, really appreciate now it. Now I'm so pissed off. <laughs> oh my God. 13,927 episodes. So it's like, it would be like, it would be like me saying, well, I've never had a sip of coffee. So what I'm going to do is, sw- is we're going to replace the English channel with coffee and I'm going to swim across it. <laughs> Guys, I thought I would be dipping my toes in the pool of soap opera and now I'm drowning in the Marianas Trench. <laughs> Oh my God! Thirteen, yeah, yeah. Three years later, uh, you're like, yeah, now I know. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, what do you got? Tonight Show number two. 
Yeah, so for number two, I have Big Brother. It's a show I watch anyway. My fiance and I uh, watch it um, every season. So that's something I already watch. I very much enjoy it. I think it's the best reality show. It's the most sort of pure gameplay um, without any outside distractions, uh, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I would absolutely watch that, even though I know each episode's an hour and they air three times a week. Still, still a great time there. I, I love Big Brother. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's closest to like kind of like a board game on TV. Like there's some stupid stuff about it, but I, I generally like it. And uh, 746 episodes. So um, and I haven't seen I, I think I've only watched three of the seasons. Um, but every time I've gotten into a season, I've enjoyed it. You know, you start to care and you, you hate some people and like some people. So it would be fun for the same reason that TJ said he would enjoy uh, some of that later Simpsons, you know, not having seen it. I would enjoy that from um, from Big Brother. So TJ, what did you have? Number two. Number two is Jeopardy. One of my favorite shows forever. I think it would be mentally taxing, but a um, bunch of different, but, you know, a bunch of I, I haven't seen or trying to remember ones that I did or you know and i definitely would play along at home and try you know set personal bests and stuff and number one for me is big brothers i've never seen it um so that was the the primary determining factor if there's another show on here that i had never seen that probably would have ended up at one as well but it fits a, a you know the a form that i like of of kind of reality competition show um the one thing it misses that i like about that that format the most is people who make things. So that's why I love like the, the cooking shows and the baking shows and the whatever glass blowing, literally um, making a, a, a knife or sword. <laughs> um, but um, big brother, I have not seen any of, so I think I could happily binge that or most happily binge that of these options. Yeah. And so the, so, you, so he gave you a choice and that's what you end up binging. So you got 746 episodes, so, you know, know, 600 hours or so of, uh, Plowing through Big Brother, so see you in three months. months. See you in three months. Uh, not as good a news for Adel, who's got 12,400 episodes of The Tonight Show. Well, not so uh, fast, Rush. Not so fast. I actually yeah. selected for number three and for number one, Days of Our Lives. I thought <laughs> just I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I, I thought I, number one was Tonight Show for me because I, I feel like that to me is the absolute most informative, the most entertaining it would be so interesting for me to like watch what the jokes were or, or the, the, um, the guests or the anecdotes from like the seventies, eighties. Yeah. I was, I think I was nine or 10 when Carson went off the air. So I only saw a handful of his, his episodes. And I know a lot of them were like, they recorded over the tape or something. Right. A lot of those are lost to history. So I think that would be so enjoyable and, and entertaining just to see, just to capture the zeitgeist over the years um, as opposed to any other show on here. Yeah. What do you think the percentage chance is if you write to the Tonight Show and you say, I just binged over the course of 2.5 years. Uh, 12,400. I have a really good sense of how your show works. And I would love free tickets. One time. You think you get them? I thought you were going to say that. Like, I should be a writer or producer, but I love just the, the free tickets. Just be the, the odd. They'll limp in with free tickets. I, yeah, I think so I don't. Be, I don't like Jimmy Fallon much, so that's that was that's why I said it that way. I have to imagine they're on the street giving those away. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely be interested in watching the Time Show. Yeah, I know you could you could write it or produce it after watching twelve thousand four hundred episodes. I feel good about that. All right, so that was uh, that was my first one on binging. 
uh, down the house, TJ. All right. Well, here's one that is primarily for Adel, but Russ, you can you can chip in as you as you would like. Here's the situation: binging down the house made me think of uh, burning down the house and the Talking Heads. And I saw Adel on your Instagram. I did I did research for this one that uh -oh. um, that you went to go see American Utopia. Is that correct? Oh yeah, phenomenal okay. show. Great, um, and I think you might be better than Rush at and and based on your other um, podcast uh, tastes, you might be better on pop culture than than Rush and I are. So you are going to be, for the sake of this situation, our pop culture expert, and I'm going to ask you to hand out a couple recommendations, maybe for Rush and I and our audience in general, um, on on a few different pop culture categories. Love it. Perfect. All right, um, Adel. Can you tell us what Netflix or other streaming service original show might be perfect for binging on a long weekend? Uh, just because it's front of my mind because it just came out recently. I think a Queen's Gambit with uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is is uh, brilliant. I think it's uh, unexpectedly delightful. And that's weekend size too, right? Um, yeah, I believe it's eight episodes. Each, each is like about an hour. So yeah, absolutely perfect for the weekend. I have heard you mention, and I gave it a go, but it was I I wasn't like in the mood for intently watching television. But I've heard you mention this show a couple of times specifically. Would you tell um, our an audience a little bit about a show called Dark that uh, I think you like? Oh yeah, Dark. I'm obsessed with. I didn't mention that because it's three seasons, and I think right. that's a little more than a weekend. But it's a German. It's like a. It's like prestige TV in Germany. And it's basically the best of if you take a Venn diagram of like the best elements of Stranger Things and Lost and, and combine them all together, you get dark. And it's the, it's super atmospheric. It's beautifully shot, like some of the best cinematography I've ever seen, the best like soundtrack or score I've ever heard. And it's basically like a, a small town in Germany. Something goes wrong. There's time travel uh, elements that get I injected. And it's just um, this mystery to unravel. And it's way more. The payoff is way more satisfying than than Lost or Stranger Things. Wonderful. Uh, Adel, can you give, uh, maybe Rush and I even, a current pop musician or band that would bring old guys like us back to enjoying some new music? Oh, boy. I feel like a good entry point might be something like the Arctic Monkeys. Okay. Um, and they're not like the most... They're not the newest bands, but they're still performing and they're somewhat new. Um, and I feel like they are a good segue between if you enjoy rock from the 70s or 80s, I feel like that's a good transition into modern day rock and what they're doing. Just because I feel like they have a lot of chugging guitars, but their lyrics are really complex and interesting and funny at times. So I feel like Arctic Mon Monkeys or maybe even like Arcade Fire, those two would be... Um, I'm nice intrigued segue. by the band with the monkeys in it. How many monkeys are in this band? <laughs> Well, it's it's the, the and let me say I was horribly disappointed by the band called the Monkeys to find out there were zero actual monkeys in the band. So I'm hoping I'm not falling for that bullshit again. Well, with these... Arctic Monkeys, TJ is spelled M O N K E E S, and while uh -huh. they, they don't have any K E Y S, it is made up of three of the former members of the Monkeys. Uh -huh. uh, so they froze them. Yeah, yeah. So these are like those monkeys froze? that you see in those hot tubs that have like all the ice on their face from. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and they're beat red but yeah they just took mickey dolan's and it's sort of a captain america oh, situation where they froze him in ice and then they just thawed him out and he's pristine <laughs> all right at at a, what podcast not made by any of us would be perfect for a cross-country ride um i'm going to say i feel like something like welcome to night Vale is really good 
Okay. Um, and welcome to Night Vale is just sort of like a, a sort of a dark humor podcast, kind of loosely based on Garrison Keillor's um, Prairie Home Companion, where it's just like this this made up town um, and all the goings ons that happen there. That's a lot of like supernatural things and mystery mysteries going on. So I, I think it's just really it's really soothing and funny and interesting and it's um it's kind of everything in one so i, I feel like that's a good cross country jam very cool never heard of it um as our pop culture expert adel what is a like a broadway or a big live show that when we can see things like that that people should definitely check out i think hades town is maybe my favorite musical of all time um, it came out last year and it, it, I, I kind of just bought tickets on a whim being like, this sounds interesting. It's based on the, the Greek um, story of Orpheus and Eurydice, um, where it's like they got they got sent to hell and they were allowed exit out of hell as long as one of them didn't look back at the other. Um, and as all Greek tragedies <laughs> end up, it didn't it did turn out so hot for them. But the, the music is phenomenal. The state that it's one of those things where if you see it live. Uh, if you listen to the album, it's great, but seeing it live is so much more enjoyable because the the lighting and the staging and the acting and everything. So um, even more so than Hamilton, I feel like Hades Town is a production you like a must see. And no after I saw it the first shit. time, I went back three more times. So I, I've seen it a, a total of four times in one year. Was that literally a Broadway show, or where did you see that? Uh, in, in New York. In New York. Broadway. Okay. And then, did you oh, have you gotten far enough in in the Hades game yet to uh, to bump into Orpheus and Eurydice? Not yet. So that's a uh, Rush recommended a game to me on Switch called Hades, which is oh that game is so addictive. Um, I haven't. I just it's a great game. I beat Meg, and now I'm fighting her sisters every once in a while. So that's where yeah. I'm at. Um, but I haven't unlocked Orpheus or Eurydice. Eurydice's in uh, in that second level in that Asphodel, which you get which you get to when you when you beat Meg. It's a great game. Rush, if if we were to include in here, um, like like a game people could play on Steam or something like that, do you have a hot recommendation for a uh, for? I know there's that one where like people kill people and then try and tell people they didn't kill somebody or or whatever. That's Among Us is the yeah. kind of murder murder uh, clone. That's uh, that's fun, but you need that's that's a tough one to recommend, right? Because you got to get a group of eight to twelve people. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, or or join like strangers in the lobby doing that and, and that's too much but yeah i think hades is really fun um i've really come to like these like kind of i mean you, you and i share a, a love for open world huge games <laughs> but they're just not that many good ones right so I, I would much rather play these roguelikes which i think there are a lot of good roguelikes whereas i wait and make sure it's a really good open world one before i'm going to uh, just throw my money in the toilet on those things. So very excited for Cyberpunk, of course, coming out oh, in man, December uh, from the people that made The Witcher yeah. uh, three. That'll be that'll be great. Um, even I, though I, I prefer the fantasy setting to the sci-fi setting, but it'll still be great. And um, Slay the Spire, of course, I always recommend is is my favorite of the roguelikes. But Hades is is up there for like kind of mixing platformer with with RPG a little bit. Really love that game. All right. And, I, I, oh, and I would recommend Return to Return to the Oberdin, which is a pretty quick game on the Switch that's like um just a mystery to solve. It's beautifully done, really clever game. Uh Return to the Oberdin. Awesome. And last one I have for you, Adel. Is there because you get to meet kind of either through um Magic Tavern or or whatever else, like meet kind of folks maybe from performing performing areas that we may not know. Is there a performer or artist of any kind? 
um, any any field that you've been exposed to or come across that you think people should be made aware of? Um. Oh, this is interesting. Can you give an example of like what you what you mean by? Uh, um, if it was like a stand up, maybe that we're not aware of, or oh, like literally like a fine artist that we may not know of, or yeah. um, um, Magician. or oh, like you went to like the D and D headquarters. Was there someone who's like a game maker, uh, yeah. or is there anyone that you've come across that um, in your travels that you were just like, wow, man, that that knocks me out, and maybe that they they're not known on a like a, a larger a larger scale. Um, um, I guess for, for something like stand up, I feel like Todd Berry is wildly un- uh, unappreciated. Um, he's, he's like my favorite stand up from college and I got to do a show with him and he's just so sardonic and dry and so, so funny. Um, who else? I feel like, um, I've gotten to hang out with John Darnell. Oh um, yeah. Mountain goats. Fr- Mountain goats. Yeah. If, if you're not aware of the mountain goats, I feel like that's one of the best American bands i mean it's weird because he is the mountain goats but then he has different touring bands so it's hard to say you know but if if we just want to label him as a band i feel like that's one of the best american bands out there so everyone should check out that there's a great thing you can find online i think that never made air of he and colbert singing together and and colbert was a huge fan of the mountain goats i think at a time when they were very important to his his younger life it's a really it's a really cool they're singing um this i think it's called this year i think is the name of the song yeah yeah this year is is maybe the anthem for 2020. Right, uh, right. The, the, ma- the main chorus being, "I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make it through this year if it, it kills, kills me." me. <laughs> yeah, there will be feasting and dancing in Jerusalem yeah. next year, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I would say, I'll, I'll throw in an actor as well. If you don't, if you don't know her or her works, Rachel Bloom is just a brilliant writer and a wonderful person and a really, really wonderful creator so she did crazy ex-girlfriend oh okay which yeah is, which is a show i think most people by the title based on the title a lot of people i know didn't check it out because i think they they didn't know what it was going to be um and they didn't know if she had the ownership over that so i feel like uh crazy ex-girlfriend is a brilliant show everyone should be watching and then she just has a uh she just released an autobiography that comes out in the next few weeks so that's a that's young woman that's a young woman to have an autobiography oh, yeah. she'd yeah. have to write another one you know they're just setting you up to have to like <laughs> <That's right>. uh, <laughs> That's great, man. And you are now officially, you have become, here's the situation's pop culture expert. Woo. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Rush is the, here's the situation, pop culture expert in the, in the, um, uh, in the, um, why am I blanking on the word that means horrible? Um, uh, in the dystopian future of, uh, like <laughs> yeah. in 2400, he's the pop culture expert for now, but Perfect. you are yeah. now pop culture expert for now. Love it. I love it. Um, Okay, here we're going to do one that's a little different than anyone we've ever done exactly before. And Great. it's also, I'm not going to lie, it's not tied to the theme, but it's one <laughs> I, I kind of wanted Adol to do. I think it's going to be fun for me. Um, so I'm going to give you, I think it's 10 products. Here, well, Sorry, here's the situation. <laughs> I'm going to give you 10 products, your advertisers, and you got to come up with uh, a title to give to this new product. It Fine with me if it's a pun. Fine with me if it's not, but uh, so I'll give you the ten products. I'll give you, and then uh, I'll give you a little time to think of them, and then we'll we'll come back when you guys are uh, ready. A few of them I had some uh, some pun names picked out ahead of time. We'll see if you hit those targets or don't. It doesn't matter. And and for most of them, I didn't have one ahead of time. So here you go. I'm going to list them all, and you don't have to do them one at a time. But and then I'll give you some time so you don't have to do it dead on the spot. Uh, I, to, I will say, Rush. Them. 
if there was a game show that was like Jeopardy, but you had to guess the pun, I would, I would, that would be my number one. <laughs> That's your, you're binging that immediately. I know, I know. So here we go. Here are the, here are the 10. The first is a new alcoholic beverage of rum mixed with Diet Coke that's released by the Coca-Cola company. So it's a rum and Diet Coke in a can uh, from Coca-Cola. Okay. So the second one is a car specifically designed for heavyset people. Maybe it's got a wider driver's seat. Maybe it's got a little more room. Okay. Maybe it's a little wider overall. Uh, number three is an amusement park ticket that is even better than the Fast Pass, where only 10 can be issued per day. And you go straight past any line. Uh, so the, kind of the ultimate ultimate uh, one of those for an amusement park. Uh, the next one is a, a plunger that's manufactured specifically for huge dumps. So uh, huge dump plunger. Uh, uh, the next one is um, a, uh, sorry, uh, the next one is a new species of shark that remarkably gets larger at night. Hmm. Scientists discover that. What 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 should the what should that be called? Um, the uh, the next one is um, a bed and breakfast slash resort on the west coast of the United States, noted for its incredible sunset views, for its uh, tennis package where it has world class tennis accommodations, and for its outstanding Mexican food. I've just described my ideal. Like if that <laughs> place existed, that would be my favorite vacation place to go in the world. So curious uh, what you would name it. Um, next one is an app that lets you mute a TV sports commentator and replace them with some of your favorite celebrities, comedians, or internet personalities to call the game. So you already have done Pete Martin calling football games, so that could be that. Uh, the next one is a secluded club for wizards where price is guaranteed. Secluded club for wizards where privacy is guaranteed. The next one is a dating app tailored to people that Peter Pan cosplay. <laughs> and, uh, and the last one are sex robots specifically tailored to oral sex. Sex right. robots specifically tailored. <laughs> now you just described my perfect resort. <laughs> okay. Okay. So guys, I'm happy to uh, go back over any of, any of those 10 that I gave, but uh, you have all 10. You're, you're, uh, you're either together or separately. You can come up with a couple different ones. And, yeah. Uh, they can decide. You can work on one together. But uh, what do you have? What answers for which ones uh, so far come to mind? Uh, I, I can, I can, st the first one that came to me was the, the, uh, the Peter, P Peter Pan cosplay. Um, it, what was the full description of that, Russ? So, yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> dating app tailored to people. That Peter Pan cosplay. I mean, they dress up like characters from Peter Pan and have conventions and so forth and so on. Hooked. What would be a good dating app for people that? What do you call it? Hooked. Ooh, hooked, I like it. That's yeah, a great one. dating app and I, Peter Pan cosplay. I, I think I think hooked is I think hooked is is right for me on that one. Yeah, I, I came up in with my that. mind. I had uh, hookups. Okay, Ooh. nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like those two much better than what I came up with was Tinderbell. Oh, oh, wait a second. That's all right. <laughs> I, think, I think it kind of depends. I mean, the guys like hookups. The ladies like Tinderbell. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Uh, all right. Uh, so we've got that one covered off. They're very happy. They, they've got two great options to run with. Um, 
let's see what else what else do you have uh i, I think we gotta have? go we gotta go to the sex robot for oral sex <laughs> what, what, what do you got for that uh, I came up with C3P blow. <laughs> so it's sort of a golden ro- British robot who's very fastidious, very uptight. Um, and, you know, even when you ask like, oh, do you, would you like to have oral sex tonight? He's very much like, oh, my. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, but then he, he ultimately loves it. <laughs> I, I, I had just gone with the straight down the middle uh, uh, blow box. Jesus. One. <laughs> what, what about the what about the ladies, Rush? What about the ladies? For for the ladies, for the ladies, I think we stay with BB eight, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we just we just spell out eight ATE. I, I think I think I think that one. I I, I think I I, I want to go more sly and just call it like you know, just call it like the XG four and like just people who know know, but it's not it's not right on the box for you. You just have to know like, hey, I got an XG four, you know? Or, yeah. Well, you don't want your yeah, you don't want your significant other finding a, uh, a blow a blowbot or a C three B blow or a, I guess BB eight is a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. They get, they, it feels like in adults world, there's got to be you got to do something with R two D two. Well, I don't know what. It's be. <laughs> Um, oh, I have I have a bad one. I mean, this, this is not going to sell a lot, but for the the park ticket that's better than the fast pass. Yes. Yeah, I combined rocket and ticket, and it's just called the ricket. Okay. Ooh, everybody's yeah. claiming for rickets. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like yeah. you'll finally <laughs> tagline is like you'll finally want rickets, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Like, but yeah, that's the that's the, I have that as the ricket. Um, I start off by calling it the blast pass because <laughs> it's kind of like the fast pass, but isn't it way oh, much? I have that for the. Fun to have. For... You're having a blast when you have this, but I ultimately, um, I ultimately wanted to call it the don't worry about it. Because anytime you, I've I've been to Disney World with like, um, like with someone where I was pushing them around in a wheelchair. And anytime I started to cut without them, somebody would like yell at me, and I'd be like, "Don't worry about it," and then show them like the reason why I was skipping to the front. So I think you can just hold it up and just say, "Don't worry that, about it." That's weird because I have the blast pass for the plunger for huge huge dumps. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to that one? Rush, did you have one for the ticket? Uh, I did not. I did not. I, I actually love Blast Pass because it's, it's got a nice because you're, you are indeed blasting past. Oh yeah, the, the, the people uh, as you as you go by. Even the Fast Pass people get blast passed by a Blast Pass holder. So I like that a lot. I, I also I could see like Short off doing that. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, but he would need some like Just goes right by him. My brother Troy, um, he was like, "T, you know what? Like every Polish guy's." Uh, favorite phrases is uh here it's it's okay i go and he goes he used to he would he was a bouncer at the admiral here which is like a strip club and and he'd be like you know some polish guys trying to walk backstage he's like dude you can't go back it's okay i go like that that was their thing to be like you know they're like jedi mind trick of like yeah i'll just get in without without a cover it's okay i go and like (laughs) walk they would say that and attempt to walk past him wherever it was i love it do, do either of you have one for the uh, the plunger manufactured specially, specifically for huge dumps? I don't. Um, I had the suck shit. Well, sure. Yeah. Not bad. I, I really stretched on this one, and this was the Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. <laughs> Wait, this is for the plunger for huge dumps? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Guys, I think the blast pass is the right one. I think we pull it off that other thing and put it on this one. Yeah, well, we got, don't worry about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> which, which, and that could be good too. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've got, uh, we still have the alcoholic beverage, the, the rum and dough. We've got the car seat specifically designed for heavy set people. Uh, we've got the bed breakfast slash resort on the west coast of the United States, noted for its incredible sunset views for its so tennis package. Let, let me and dig, its outstanding Mexican food. Let me dig into that one because I think I think the right a, a, a play on amor is necessary in here. I think it leans towards the Mexican food and also gets the word love in there, which gives you the tennis. So I think like something serious like soul amor, you know, like sun love or something like that, I think gets tries to lean at all of all of those, the sunset love and and the Mexican food. But something in there sounded about right to me. Amor soul or soul amor, something like that. I love it. Literally. (laughs) Um, I had premium rush for that since it was so tailor made for, for rush Howell, I just decided to call it premium rush, which (laughs) not to be confused with the Mike Shannon, Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, thriller, (laughs) bike bike messenger thriller. (laughs) (laughs) What a, what an overdone genre. (laughs) (laughs) Bike messenger action flick. Uh, yeah, I I, I like both of those and I'm excited to go to this place when somebody finally uh, opens it. Maybe I will one day. What's, um, what's Rush, forgive me, is it Rafael Nadal that's your favorite? Who's your guy? No, 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 no absolutely not. No, don't care name? for him at all. He's my enemy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roger Federer. Federer, okay, that's good. Yep, yep. So, so maybe it's called uh, Roger Roger? I don't know. Something something with Roger. Oh, you're even wearing the RF hat. I even missed that. <laughs> I am, yeah. I'm not wearing the, Come on, the, bull, the bull hat from uh, uh, Nadal. Uh, we, we have the app that lets you mute a uh, TV sports commentator and replace them. Uh, with with somebody else who's who's doing um, sound, I actually think this would be a good idea. By the way, like a Twitch type thing where you could watch uh, a sporting event, but a lot of people don't like the commentators, so you could go to that person's channel, and maybe it's a, a celebrity, or maybe it's just a funny guy from Boston who does the Boston games, and everybody would start watching him with him as a commentator. I I have one for this that it's it's a bit of a stretch, but I think like what. If I was to guess, one of you know people's one of people's least favorite guys to listen to is Joe Buck. People say they hate yep. Joe Buck. They hate Joe Buck. And so I was thinking, like, okay, if you're going to replace Buck with another word, you say like a dollar. You know, like it's not a buck; it's a dollar. You know, it's the same kind of it does the same kind of job, but it's a different name. So this was called Dollar and Change was the name of the app. So it's Ooh. and because it's also the and change to whoever you want it to. So you're yeah. replacing it. So I had dollar and. Dollar and change, you could go buck and change too if you want to be more on the nose. Bu- you could go buck stops here. Yeah, that's true. Like, we're, we're not going to hear that's Joe Buck great. anymore. We're, that's pretty great. I like dollar and change. Also, it also kind of feels like a, the name of an app. Yeah, yeah dollar and change. <laughs> yeah. Could, be, um, could be a dating app for uh, <laughs> Peter Pan cosplay guys. Or a dating app for people who are frugal, dollars and dollars and uh, cents. Um, I had a few, I went through a few ideas. I went with audible at first and then I realized that's already in an app. Um, that's already a, 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 its own entity. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. And then I, and then I thought, and then I thought like fail Mary or something, something like that. Um, but what I ended on was a, a term unchanged that I think applies that's apt for the app. Uh, and that is armchair quarterback. Oh, that's, that's really all good. right. That's right. All referring to someone right who kind of right calls there. the game themselves and, and, yeah. uh, is frustrated with how the play is going. So I just feel like that's maybe um, evocative mm-hmm. of what, what the app does, maybe. That's pretty good. Yeah, 
I like it. I mean, yeah, Monday morning quarterback, but armchair quarterback is right. Like, that's a good – yeah, I I like it because you're in control. You're calling the play who's going to have the broadcast. Oh, I got to say, those are two really good ones. Uh, Maybe maybe those will be competing. It'll be like, uh, you know. Uh, DraftKings and, and FanDuel. <laughs> Help me with this car for larger people. Because I was trying to find something like, because a lot of cars have been named for animals, you know, like there, sure. there's Jaguars and, you know, and, and uh, Broncos. And, and so I was trying to come up with like an animal that was wide, but that didn't seem insulting. Like that, that's still like a rhino. I, I was thinking maybe like the rhino that it's still like, that's a cool animal. It's a bigger animal, but it's something that doesn't sound like insulting. Is there another yeah. animal that you guys could think of that would be a simple word for kind of a bigger, you know, a bigger animal, but that still is like, thought of as as you know like oh that's awesome i would love to have a bull or a you know like you wouldn't necessarily want like it's an elephant you know like yeah even even with the trunk puns i just elephant just doesn't roll off the tongue well enough so you can't go with that and hippo is insulting right right yeah tough to think of one um so i had i had mihal down um but i feel like mihal is even like a little (laughs) sensitive you know a little a little insensitive so based on what TJ, TJ, I think you're cor- absolutely correct and on the right path. So I think maybe we can work together and maybe it's like the Chevy stampede. Uh-huh. So like a stampede isn't necessarily naming a large animal, but larger animals tend to stampede, right? That's what you call a rush of larger animals. So maybe the Chevy stampede. Yep. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Was there everything? Is there ever been a truck named a stampede or anything like that? Oh, maybe there is, and I'm just ripping them up. Maybe you know, you know, I'm probably thinking of a team name. There's like the Calgary Stampede. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of something like that. I think is what I'm thinking of. I mean, the husky, you know, husky is a good animal and also like an appropriate description. But I don't know how you would, you know, the Siberian. Has there ever been a car like the Siberian or make like the Siberian? What about a Clydesdale? Oh yeah. The something big, Clydesdale, big, big, but like really well thought of. I think that's a pretty adored kind of like yeah. well thought of Ma- like workhorse and stuff like majestic that. Majestic animal. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Maybe the Clydesdale. Yeah. I, I had a real hard time. How about the, F, how about the F-245? <laughs> just, again, well, it's either a sex robot or a car for big people. I don't know, man. It's just, it's an alphanumeric. I, I forget what I got. But they it, they give you the truck and, and they put your weight on it so you don't have an F one fifty you got an F two F F two sixty one and of know? course it comes fully loaded with a C three people I got kind of stumped on the uh, the rum and diet coke I definitely wanted something that implied like lesser calories like the diet part of it but I couldn't think of a pun either like with Cuba Libre or you know or or you know, or Bacardi, or something like that. I couldn't come up with anything. Is there? Did were you? Did you get anything out? The uh, the two things I came up with. One were like lightweight, which uh-huh. I think is just a, a fun play on like diet's going to be you know uh, obviously lighter calories, and then um, you know if you, you call someone who gets drunk very quickly a lightweight, right? So I feel like lightweight, um, or and this is more harkening back to like I guess forties or fifties advertising, mommy's little secret. because it's 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 like diet coke which i feel like a lot like i know a lot of um women who drink diet coke um and it feels like add some rum into that and it's mommy's little is there's already a drink called a rum runner right oh yeah maybe they could call this the rum jogger oh you know 
you have a few of these and you still still work oh, out a little fantastic. bit. That rules. <laughs> bubble bu- bubble rum. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a carbonated beverage in that. Is there? All right, so all we got all we got left is the um, secluded club for wizards where privacy is guaranteed. I got one for that. And, okay. Staff quarters. Right, you can't nice. go back. That's like the sign that's on the thing. Like, you that's can't go back great. there. That's the staff quarters. You can't go back there. That's you know that's just for staff. So wizard, you know, wizard with the staff, staff quarters. Yeah, I love it. Well, I, the one I had for that was uh, what happens with mages stays with mages. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. I had, but, I had, but that's too long. That's a tagline. For right, right. <laughs> that's, that's a bumper sticker for the for the brooms they write out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staff quarters, guys. What happens with major stages? There you go. What uh, you had for that one? I had two. One was a play on Cape Cod, which was Robe Cod. Um, nice okay. little getaway for for maybe your uh, uh, more financially secure wizards. Robe oh, Robe yeah. Cod. Uh, and then I also I also had Wand Conda. Um, <laughs> because Wakanda was was absolutely hidden away, right? They they had to oh, let yeah. you in, otherwise it just looked like forestry. So I feel like Wand Conda forever is a, is a good little good little place for wizards. I like it. I like it. But I, I got to go with staff quarters there. That's uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I want to go to that <laughs> wizard wizard bar. There's no doubt about it. And and, and the, then, the uh, last one. Got this, uh, a new species of shark that remarkably gets larger at night. Yeah, is there like I was trying to think, is I feel like there is like a flower that only blooms at nighttime or something like that. Oh, I was yeah, trying to absolutely. think of, if I can't I, remember the name of it, but you're, you're absolutely right. I think I would call it whatever that is. Look, look that up and call it whatever that flower is that blooms at night and and call it a that shark. But I couldn't I couldn't remember what that was. Um, for this one, I had dark Cuban. Nice. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark Cuban's a, Mark Cuban's one of the sharks, and uh, he, he's a big deal. So you know, just made sense at night to call it a, a dark Cuban. Yeah, I, I like it. Those are both better. I had uh, uh, grow in the dark. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I guess also dark Cuban could work for the rum and diet coke. Wait a oh, you know what? You could call it a, a instead of a great white. I call it a great night. Ooh, a great night ooh. shark that might that might work I like that a lunar yeah. swell yeah <laughs> wow uh, they're thrilled they hired you for just this purpose and, uh, they're like, uh, you get you get you pick any one of the products you want and you may walk away with a blast pass or a c3po or whatever it is i guess i'll take a blast pass but i forgot what we called it and we've had either i'm heading to an amusement park or i'm i've got the freedom to just dump as big as i want to <laughs> oh, they give you they give you this huge blunder, <laughs> and you just hold it as you walk through the line. The it's like a scepter. You, you hold it as a scepter. You move through any line. Excuse uh, me. I have a pass that lets me take as big a shit I want at Six Flags. Out of my way. Uh, <laughs> uh, take, take a photo of that, put it on Tinderbell, and you're uh, you're doing great. All right, Adel, I've got one. I've got one for you, Adel. Um, okay. Uh, Adel, you just recently bought a home, a house. Yeah. And here's the situation. Um, this these can be like physical things like 
uh, an ice maker or it could be behavioral, it could be emotional, but um, what are some things, Adel, concrete or abstract, that were in the home you grew up in that you want to make sure are also in this new home that you have made or bought or, or, or putting together and creating? And is there anything concrete or abstract, emotional or behavioral, that were in your growing up home that you want to make sure aren't in this home that you're going to establish um, a new? Gotcha. Um, boy, let's see. This is this is um, this is tough to to think of on the spot here. So I guess grow, it's interesting because growing up, uh, we lived in over the course of twelve years, we lived in eight different homes. Oh wow! Um, so we really bounced a lot. We bounced around a ton. Um, born in Galesburg, Illinois, moved to Peoria, Illinois. Lived in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Las Vegas. Um, back to Illinois, I spent some time in Atlanta with my dad. And so I, I bounced around quite a bit. Um, but I feel like the things I remember that I definitely want in my home that were in, in one of my homes, at least growing up, um, I feel like good. We, we always had a ton of rugs everywhere mm -hmm. and I feel like my house currently <laughs> has one rug. So I, I, I love rugs. I didn't realize as a child, how expensive they are. Like that's <laughs> buying a home. The number one dread now is like buying rugs. Cause I, I, it's cartoonish how expensive they I, are. I never you, thought you, of you rugs. Know Sorry, TJ. I was gonna say I never thought of rugs either. I, I like I don't think we'd have a rug in this house if Beth wasn't like, hey, we need rugs. I never thought of that, and also was entirely unaware of like I would have thought like, oh, what is this like thirty bucks? It's just a chunk of fabric, you know, that yeah, you put on that you it's, it's literally walk on. Yeah, you know, yeah, I felt the same way. But I think but my, you, you know that rugs are like, uh, you know, they're they're like watches or whatever. It, it, you should pay like 20, 30% the asking price when you go into a, like a rug dealership, right? Like they, they have like fake prices on there just because idiots like me will go in there and be like, Oh, okay. Well, you're supposed to haggle. So I do not. You're, haggle. Yeah. You're supposed to haggle at the rugs and you can get like, especially with like, you know, the like, uh, uh, more expensive rugs <laughs> you go over and, and they're like, you go in, you know, and they got all these things and they're like $8,000. And I was like, oh, well, I'm out. And this is, work. this is wild. So like in the old things where you'd see like in old movies in, in foreign places at the bazaar, they were selling yeah. rugs. So this is like really like where you're supposed to haggle for rugs at the bazaar. Like that didn't change, even though the rugs are now in, in stores, you're supposed to like haggle over, haggle over them. Oh yeah. You're supposed huh. to talk that rug down. No you, idea. You can get a lot of, you can get a lot off the rug. I can't, anytime I go to haggle, it just gives me a panic attack yeah. and I just pay full price. I, I'm awful. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. But my, my dad is Middle Eastern. He's uh, Palestinian. So for whatever reason, I, I mean, I, he obviously had like prayer rugs scattered throughout the house, um, but those were for a certain purpose. But for whatever reason, I guess Middle Eastern folks love their rugs. So my dad just covered the house in rugs and it was just, it, it just made everything feel a little more special. Like yeah. just kind of looked nice and it made, made spending time in that room a little more special. Cuts down on noise too. I didn't, you know, I yeah. like practically it cuts, it makes the room kind of cozier sounding too. Yeah. Is, um, another thing that's kind of silly yeah. and something you just, you I, can't I just beat in rugs. Those are great rugs. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I, I just kind of thought of that's, um, more entertainment value is we grew up in our house in, in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, we had a, uh, air hockey machine. Um, oh. and that's something where like, when we got it, I was younger and I'm like, I, this is like, who cares? Like, this is nothing. Or like, how, how much can I actually play this? And that turned into like my sister and I playing 
tournaments like five hours a day. <laughs> so I feel like for whatever reason, an air hockey machine is just like brings so much entertainment value, like pound for pound. Like that is just such an entertaining machine. Um, so I feel like j- just something like that would be fun. I mean, I, I, it'd be great to have like a pop a shot or something, but I don't know if my ceilings are high enough for a pop a <laughs> shot. <laughs> so, I think, you know, you never like, you don't know until you like kind of, until you own a place is like, what the hell is square footage? What do I give a shit oh, yeah. about? And then they're like, wait a minute, I only got 1700 square feet here. What, what am I doing? Like, I can't um, have, yeah, I can't have a bowling alley in here. That's, that's 700 square feet. Um, and then something, something that I don't want in my house, um, that I had growing up. Uh, I mean, the, the most obvious one to me is like religion. Uh-huh. Um, my, my mom converted to Islam for my dad before they got married. Um, so she be, she became, you know, sort of a practicing Muslim, um, and just growing up Muslim, but also we still celebrated Christmas and Easter because those were important to my mom. And it's, it's, so it's just a very confusing religiously household. And then when my parents got divorced, I was very much like my mom had us baptized and we started going to church. And then at some point I was just like, I think I'm done with religion and my mom and at like 13 or 14. And my mom was very much like, absolutely. Like whatever, whatever you want. She's very respectful. But I feel like, to me, religion has no place in the home. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want a house devoid of any religion, which is tough because my fiance is Jewish. But um, <laughs> keep it outside. I'm sure you'll be able to work work that out, no problem. Right, yeah. <laughs> Minor issue. All right, sure thank you, man. Deeper- this will be a deeper conversation when she listens to this. Right. Yeah, <laughs> use this as a jumping off point. <laughs> Baby, I really think we should listen to my episode. <laughs> Guys, can you beat that out, please? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so uh, here's the situation, TJ. Uh, I'm back with uh, and binging down the house. I thought of binging. Uh, there was no way I could go a week oh, without yeah. giving you a few uh <laughs> A few scientifically tested and and proven, uh, but but strange sounding uh, diets, and you got to list them from last to first. But you know, I thought Adel would also be very good at coming up with these type of diets. So we're each going to give you three. No, and you're you're. I don't know his. He doesn't know mine. Okay. And you're going to list. Uh, you know, you're going to rank those six from worst to first. All right. In terms of what you would be willing to do. Great. So uh, I'll kick it off, and then we'll just go back and forth. Adel, does that work? Yeah, sounds good. All right, so this first one, TJ, uh, new fad diet. You know, we got six fad diets for you. Scientific evidence suggests they might work, but they sound pretty weird. <laughs> uh, this first one is called uh, "You snooze, you lose." Okay. And snooze is spelled S-N-U-S. Okay, and uh, so snooze. Those are the uh, those are like the dips that yeah. you put in your mouth that are pre-wrapped, yeah. so you can't like swallow the. Uh, uh, the dip and throw up that way and they're supposedly they're less likely to give you mouth cancer um so here's here's what you get on you snooze you lose um you get uh for breakfast uh you gotta have snooze and snooze only uh lunch lunch you can only have snooze and then uh dinner you can have whatever you'd like for dinner but you have to stay up until 4 30 in the morning and you gotta be up you gotta be up by eight Okay. So that's, you snooze, you lose. Okay. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Um, the, the one I'll start off with is this is called Diet and Costello or 
Um, hey, Diane. Right. Uh, and this is um, anything you eat has to be a combination of one reasonably healthy food item that's partnered with another um, food item that's comically unhealthy. Okay. Um, so if you have a carrot, you have to partner it with an eclair. If you eat a grape, that has to be partnered with a bonbon. Um, but in- anything um, anything you eat is offset by a comically unhealthy option. Okay. Nice. Great, and, and does it need to be roughly the same size? Because I like your two examples. They were like kind of close to size. <laughs> roughly in same, uh, yeah, roughly the same size. It's like lettuce wraps filled with lard or whatever. Is what... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you get a turkey breast and an entire birthday cake. Uh, okay. Uh, next one up, uh, the, the finals of the Masters was today. And yep. So that uh, that made me think of this great diet. Not that I thought of it. It's, I didn't make it up. It's a, a well-acclaimed fad diet. Uh, it's called uh, Asparagusta National. So Asparagusta <laughs> National. And uh, for that one, uh, as you might expect, it focuses on greens. Um, so oh, nice. uh, for... Uh, uh, for breakfast and lunch, you can have a sensible breakfast and lunch, but it's uh, you're you're limited to things that they serve at Augusta National. So that's going to be pimento cheese sandwich, uh, uh, chicken breast sandwich, egg salad sandwich, um, and then uh, for dinner, it's just a huge plate of greens uh, and and at least twelve uh, sticks of asparagus before you're allowed to get to any other greens. Okay. So that's what you have on Asparagusta National. All right. Um, my number two here is a true number two, and this is called Whole Foods. Okay. And TJ, what happens is you can eat whatever you like, mm. um, but when it comes out the other end, it is um, back to being whole. Um, so you have to be very careful in terms of what you put in your body. And it's not like, you know, if you if you have something with chicken stock, it's not like you shit out a whole chicken or anything. Um, it just goes back. It reverts back to the full form that it was in when you ate it. Okay. All right. If, 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 can I ask you this? If I cut something, if I cut something like a chicken fillet into pieces, does it uh, refer, does it revert back to the size of the whole fillet or the piece size at which I ate it? Um, if you pre cut it, it remains that cut size. Great. But if it's something like a hot dog where you're biting into it, um, it senses that it, you, you took a bite of something larger. <laughs> <than> it. <laughs> it senses it was yeah. part of a larger sum. <laughs> yep. So, okay. so let's just say you never want to go face first into a full watermelon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's God. called Whole Foods. Whole All Foods. Right. Uh, my last one is uh, Jimmy Buffet's Margaritaville. Okay. So this is uh, uh, Jimmy Buffet's Margaritaville. Um, uh, no breakfast allowed. No dinner. Uh, at 1 p.m. at 1 p.m. you go to a buffet. You can eat absolutely as much as you want of anything between one and two, and it's uh, you can go to I mean anything you want. Uh, and they they have Jimmy Buffet's Margaritavilles set up all around different towns, so you can go in. It's like you've never seen a, a wider range buffet. Um, and then, uh, like I said, you can't have breakfast, you can't have dinner, but you do have to drink. A 64 ounce uh, alcohol free uh, uh, uh-huh. margarita mix um, uh-huh. as a way to uh, to help kind of get get stuff moving through okay. the system. So that's the key the key for this diet to work. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and my last one goes by a few different names. It's uh, it's called Diet Riot. It's also called Eat It Joe Walsh's, and it's uh, lastly referred to as Music to My Stomach. All right. um, and this is where you can eat anything and everything 
um, that's either the name of a band, the title of a song, or a food reference in a song lyric. All right. um, so you can eat anything um, that, that falls under that umbrella. Uh, and while you eat it, you have to listen to that song or that artist the whole time. So okay. for example, yeah. you could, li- and this is going to be a lot of desserts, my man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can listen. You can eat cherry pie. And you'd have to listen to Warren the whole time. Obviously meatloaf, um, honey pie, American pie, all the pies. Uh, <laughs> green onions, Booker T and the MGs. Uh, you could eat cake, but then you have to listen to cake. Um, so yeah, any, any you have a tangerine. Oh yeah. So it, listen, anything All right. in the world you want to eat is fair game. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm ready. All right. Let's hear them in reverse order. Worst to, or no, yeah. Worst to first. Is that how we usually do it? Worst to first I think first so. To I forget. Well, we'll go worst to first. Uh, this you snooze. You... I know on this one, I think we like to go first to worst. Okay. First to worst. First to worst then. I will start with Diet Riot or eat at Joe Walsh's. I, I think I okay. think between that I could get just about everything that I want. There's water, coffee, you know, like I know my beverages are already taken care of. I think I'm gonna be I think I'm gonna be okay. There's chicken. I know there's chicken in songs. I think I think I can basically have my regular diet with 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 uh diet riot, I believe. Yeah. Plus you could call like a friend of yours, you know, and be like, Hey, can you just release a song? <laughs> put out a put out chicken <laughs> <laughs> Call mushrooms and onions on everything. <laughs> All right, number two, Asparagusta National. I got no problem. I, I, I think that's I think that's fine. I I, I love greens. I, I think that I think that not only does work, but sounds pretty pretty darn tasty. Um, number three, I don't mind Whole Foods. I think I could get everything down to to an okay to an okay size to a to a passable size. I eat a lot of blunted things nothing with edges you know like i'll i'll uh i'll, I'll be all right there you have to go um, light on the bread though is it bread gonna be an issue um i you know what i can eat maybe a bread stick oh that's a gamble that's God a gamble bless, i'm not God willing bless, to take yeah that's <laughs> no. like a that's a hot dog bite it knows it knows i i kind of only eat one meal a day so i think i would go with jimmy buffet's margaritaville <laughs> at four um, that's, so that's, yeah, that's an hour. That's kind of, yeah. An hour of kind of trying to get everything I want. This, uh, Rough number times with that margarita mix though. That's yeah. Yeah. Not easy, but, but this, 64 ounces. it still sounds better than the, uh, diet and Costello, which sounds, it's a gallon. but hold on, just to be quick, it's a, it's a full gallon of light margarita mix. Buddy, <laughs> I hear you, but like, look what I got, you know, like, I know. I know, I know, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong, but like, it's, I just don't want to underestimate. I mean, it is, it is going to be like when you pick up that second gallon of margarita mix, it's going like, to oh, turn me God. inside out. It's going to turn me inside out, man. But, uh, but you know, I, I, but after that, I'm only going to want to drink water the rest of the 23 hours, you know, like I'm not going to want anything else. Cause, cause diet in Costello sounds rough, man. The healthier you try and, the healthier you try and eat, the more unhealthy you got to try and eat. It's going to be so much like radish and butter. It's just like there's it's going to be rough. And that said, nothing sounds worse than a breakfast and lunch of snus. That that seems like just impossible. And then on top of it, you only get three and a half hours of sleep. Like, that's right. This is yeah, they're right. Like a... This is like some sort of CIA, like, you know, <laughs> Torture for terror. You don't have to eat 
eat the snooze. You just have to, you have to do like. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> I'd rather like I can have nothing but snus flavored spit at for breakfast and lunch. Like I'm gonna want to eat the snus. And then yeah, and then I'm sleeping for three and a half hours. It's madness. It's literally like, well, you'll go mad. It's not silly. That's a sensible dinner though. So ter- I mean, yeah, thanks. No. Oh yeah, I get yeah, but but then I gotta wait until four thirty until I can hit the shot. Yeah, like, I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited for when we can see each other in person, and I just hear from like five minutes away, I just hear sloshing down the street. I'm like, here comes TJ with his belly full of margarita mix. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that was fourth. That was like four. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so slim on these others. I won't have to do that one. All right. You just get, you get to work. He's plopped down like a gallon of margarita. You're taking some like League of Their Own peas. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this Jimmy Buffet margarita thing. Here's the last one for you guys. Here's the situation. You are approached by an older gentleman who says he's retiring, but if you'd be interested in replacing him, you have the chance to help shape how we use language. He says he works for a group called the Verbal Expansion Consortium, whose motto is same verbs, more uses. He tells you he works in the culinary department and they specialize in getting people to use food-related verbs for non-food-related actions. So one of his first successes was cook the books. Like cooking before that had been like, oh, we cook a meal, we cook soup, whatever. He's like, they got him to apply them to books. And then one of the most recent successes, he says, is binging like TV shows. He said, five, 10 years ago, you binge drank, you binged on food. You didn't binge a show or, you know, binge movies or whatever. So as a test, he wants to give you a few verbs and see what new meanings or applications you can give to him. So for example, they've been trying to get people to adopt the word can to apply to like a meeting or agenda item that they want to put off until later. So instead of like, well, let's just table this. They're like, let's just can this and then we'll get back to it when Mitch comes back. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, sounds good. All right. So your first verb that they want to find a new kind of expanded meaning for is filet. What would you use filet as a verb for that we don't already use filet for? Um, I think to, to me, filet brings to mind like cutting open a fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a filet is like the like, like the portion of it, right? Or like the cut of it. But but to me, I just picture like a knife cutting open uh, a, a fish down the middle. So for me, I think filet is going to be used when somebody comes in between something so like if somebody comes between a friendship or become comes between a relationship i think we'll call it like you know todd really filleted that um that marriage or something so i think i think using it to almost like to separate or come between excellent excellent right i i have i have two um one and the reason i do two is the the first one may already be taken like it might already be something that's done but i would say like to use it to mean to like cut up and destroy Okay. So, to, uh, nice. so like he filleted, like Joe Biden just filleted Trump during that uh, debate, or um, you know, uh, whatever. CC uh, Sabathia filleted the uh, <laughs> Orioles lineup uh, tonight. But if that's already used, um, then I think um, it should be uh, like like a, a sign of um, respect before you speak to a Spanish uncle. So you'd okay. be like, filetio, filetio. <laughs> Which is also what C3 people does. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. How about um, as they use in a salad, to toss? What if you were to toss something that uh, use the verb to toss in something they don't normally use it for? 
Um, I think it's like to mix things up or something. So it's like, if you're, if you're having a scrimmage, uh, you know, and, and you might say like, let's toss it up. That just means like swap it out evenly to where we get a brand new, brand new pairings or brand new teams, I guess. Great. So just, just a, a different word for mix. Great. Yeah. I like that. I was kind of thinking that. So I'll say, um, maybe, maybe like to mix things up that, uh, where it's inappropriate or something where you might say, um, Oh, uh, you've kind of, you've kind of tossed, uh, metaphors there, or you've, uh, you've, you've, you've tossed, uh, I, I just don't like the movie because it tossed genres around too much. Oh, nice. Something nice. Like that. Um, all right. Sometimes you get a pan nice and hot cause you want to get a little crust on a side. And so you sear it. How about, um, using sear in another, uh, a way it hasn't been used. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, I love a good sear, but I think because it kind of crusts over because it forms that sort of, um, crust on something, mm -hmm. I'm going to, even though it's flavorful, I'm going to say that that's when someone like overstays their welcome. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so you might say like, you know, like, uh, aunt Carol's really searing her stay here. Like <laughs> she's really searing us. Right. Um, so, so sear just used to, to have someone or something overstay its welcome. Great. That's good. That's good. I, I I don't have a good one there. I guess I'll say um, maybe like to prepare, like to get to build anticipation. So I'd say like, um, hey, go out there and sear the audience a little bit before uh, <laughs> before the lead comic gets in. Get them piping hot. Get them get them super get hot. Get them ready to go. I'm ready to get rock. All right. Here's one that only occurs. I I feel like I've only heard this in the in the restaurant world. To bus as like to clear a table. I don't think I've ever heard that anywhere outside of like, oh, he bust the table or or what have you. So the verb to bus meaning to clear or uh, you know wipe down or or whatever. Um, huh. That one that one's hard not to just have it be to clean up, right? Because that's a busboy. That's essentially what they do. Um, so I'll say I'll say specifically it's used in like gambling terms, which like. He really, he really bust them. Um, not bust, but bust them. Um, so that idea of like clean them out or like took everything on the table. It's so confusing. I, I, he busted. He busted <laughs> out. No, he bust out. Wait, he bust. He bust. He bust. Them no, he bust. He no, bust them. He cleaned them out. So, so yeah, I think it's just they're busted. To take someone's money off the table, I think specifically, specifically, it's only a gambling turn. Uh, term is to is to bust to bust someone. Great. I think maybe like. Um, I think maybe it's like cops slang for like clearing their docket, you know, or, or whatever, where you're like, okay, uh, how many, how many cases you got, uh, yet to clear, you know, this year? Oh no, I'm, I've, I've fully bust the load. <laughs> Again, like really? he busted that guy. Nothing? No, he busted, he busted <laughs> no. all of his guys. No, 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 he busted, <laughs> well, no, no, no. Busted, he busted a load. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I'm saying Jerome Bettis was arrested right. while we were playing right. poker. He was taking public transport. Bus -a -bus -a -bus. To... <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about to specifically flash freeze? Um, I'm going to say that's that's to put off until a later date. So so like, hey, let's flash freeze this conversation until next year, or like let's let's um, instead of like circle back or any of that sort of office terminology that's all gross. I think flash freeze would just mean to um, to put it off for for um, another. I time. think that's right. I think you replace. Let's put a pin in that for a minute because that's a oh, long. Yeah. 
that's a long saying. So you just say, flash freeze that. I got to talk about Mary's point, <laughs> nice. which is, should we, should, should we be worried about the Q3 numbers? Uh, no, I hear you. I flash freeze that. Uh, we got to first figure out, you know, Q3 numbers, and then we can talk about what our budget should be for the uh, uh, for the boondoggle uh, over at uh, Premium Rush at the end of the year for our top for our top plan. And here's the last one because he hears he hears tale that there could be an opening in the culinary adjectival expansion consortium. So oddly enough, I think this term was this term was implied in the Jimmy Buffet's Margaritaville diet. But this adjective as meaning to uh, to prepare it without alcohol, the adjective virgin as in, you know, like a virgin daiquiri or virgin margarita, what other, what other implication or meaning could there be to virgin something or to have a virgin version of something? Um, this might be too close to what, what the words already used for, but I, I guess something without, without consequences maybe. So it's like you, you might put your kid in like a virgin box, boxing class where it's like they just go through the motions or something. <laughs> Um, but but I mean that again. That's kind of on the nose with what it already is. But, that's but great. It's, it's all like all VR versions of yeah. things are virgin versions yes. of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Virgin, things. Virgin. Like yeah, he's fight, fight, he's fighting in a virgin war over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think it could be good as like a catch-all for any time you, you want to drink prepared like meat or straight up. So you, you don't have to. You're just like coffee virgin. So it's it's like nothing goes in it. It's just coffee. Same mm-hmm. with. Uh, I'll take a scotch virgin. Okay. So then I have to ask a single other question. It's all right. you get is, uh, that alcohol, Un- that beverage, untouched, whatever. unsullied by any partner. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or, you know, even like, uh, yeah, you're like apple pie virgin. It means it's not sliced. They bring you an entire pie. <laughs> oh, TJ, don't eat that pie. <laughs> Uh, that was oh, it. Man. That was the, the man. The man says he'll get in contact with you, and he he oh, walks away. That's great. Uh, you know what? I would add one, which is yeah. I always I think it, that batter up somebody is, is sounds better than flatter. So if you want to like build somebody up uh, only to tear them down at a later point or something, instead of flattering them, why don't we say we're battering them up? It's so close though to butter that <laughs> the guy's like, why? As far as culinary, I already have butter in there, man. Like. <laughs> You're you're yeah, taking on true. jobs you don't you don't even need right now. That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened is they were like, oh, "Let's batter this guy up." And they're like, "Butter him up." No, that, see, it's too close to butter up. So just change the B to an flash. Freeze that conversation, out. guys. We have real issues going over here. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to replace roast with wok. I feel like roast is like uh, takes a while. So I think when you cook something in a wok, it's it's heat up real quick. You, you cook it real fast. So I feel like uh, roast should now be woks. <laughs> Great. So we get together for the uh, Friars Club walk. <laughs> but they've used Friars now for something entirely different. They, friars, like, we don't use that word now. Sauteers. It's the Sauteers Club. A terrible yeah. PR move in the first time they do it is for like an Asian celebrity. And then they're just done. They're, they're canceled completely. A walk like, to oh, remember. No. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we we fucked it up. We fucked it up. Well, Adel, thank you for taking time out of your brutal podcasting schedule to come and be on a podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. This is a true delight. <laughs> it was a blast. It was a blast for us. So thanks to Adel. Thanks to Nate. Thanks to Julie. Thanks to Emily. Thanks to you guys for for listening. We hope you're enjoying 
just as much as we're enjoying having our uh, having our buddies on and uh, and chatting with them. Rush, anything I'm forgetting? No, uh, I guess you know. I don't know if we mentioned that. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can email us at here's the situation at gmail.com. I think it's here's the situation podcast, Rush. I, I believe. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So nothing. <laughs> I, there's nothing I'd like to add. If anything I do add will only cut against us and hurt. Oh, oh dear, Rush. Uh, sorry, Mr. Howell. Do you mind if I take a break for some water? Oh dear. Oh my. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll leave gotta, you two. I'll leave you two alone. <laughs> yeah, no, I got a flash reasons coming yeah. too, for sure. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs>